This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're back on Steelers. Touch. Down under. I'm Matt Peverell, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Mark Davison, who's giggling off on the side right now. You can't hear him. He's doing oh, well. I think he's put himself on mute. Did I really? No, no, you didn't. I'm just oh, I was going <laughs> to say, uh, that was a really good touch down under. Oh, <laughs> that was a really good one. Just a good one? Oh, it was maybe one of your best. I can't, I can't, do, I can't do ratings anymore because I get in trouble. Uh, if I do any more powering, I'll, I get the cut. So, no, that was a... Um, yeah, really awesome touchdown under, but um, I think we're I think we're talking about this week. I think we're talking about the bu- uh, the bungles. Is that right? That's it. That's the bungles. This is no week to bungle the AFC North. So if you haven't, <laughs> you weren't able to join us for part one where we talked about a couple of different actually interesting things, not just that awful game last week against the Buffalo Bills. Go back and have a listen to it. Um, some cool pieces there. But if you did miss it. Um, the title of this week's show, as you would have seen in the description, is this is no week to bungle the AFC North. Steelers this week have a prime opportunity to take the AFC North. They've got to get it done. They've just got to get it done as far as I'm concerned. Mark, in your perspective, where where does where does winning start with the Steelers this week? Winning starts by um, having a full completion of a drive. I do not care if you go 60 yards and you get a field goal. At least you went 60 yards. If that happens to be that you run the ball three or four times and in those three or four runs you have Samuels or Connor or whoever, it doesn't matter. At this point, I just want someone to run that ball and I want to see them put fear in the in the, the Bengals so that they're pushing them back and then we're moving the sticks. Um, it comes out of forms where the receivers just have to catch the ball. That's what they're, quote-unquote, this is really, I don't like saying this, but it's what they're paid to do. Uh, Big Ben's paid to throw it. They're paid to catch it. 
play as a team unit, get the ball rolling. Um, offense needs to step up, take control of the game, and then let the defense feast. And that's that's how they win these football games. Well, Mark, I hate to disappoint you and all the Steelers fans out there that think that they're going to rush it this week because in their previous game against Cincinnati Bengals in Week 10, they rushed for a total of 44 yards. Last week, they rushed for 47. So, in <laughs> fact, yeah, in fact, we may not see as much rushing. That might not be in the game plan. You know what? It has to be. Um, I know we. I said a few weeks ago that you know, sling five wide. There's some certain point though. You've got to. You've got to make it. You've got to try a running game. Um, it's Big Ben is not Mahomes. He can't. He, he's the way he, his pocket presence is. It's good, but he's not dictating that field the way he has been the last few weeks. Um, the run keeps the the defense honest, so they're not going to put everyone in the box. They're not going to. Um, yeah, you're only going to throw, and it doesn't matter because. It wouldn't, you know, they could they could second guess the run, and by the time the Bengals get to the line, Benny's trying to think what he had for lunch. And he doesn't know where to go. That's what it feels like with this with this running game. Like, yeah, they're not like like I said even a few weeks ago. Can we just have a fifty yard run and a touchdown, man? Well, can we it. have can we have that? We haven't had that for so long. I haven't. I cannot remember the last time they've went through the line and. The running back Connor or Snell had said it said a load of a safety. Well, this is it. So the longest rush of the season is James Connor at fifty nine yards. I don't think that was a pass out of the backfield either. Raymond no, McLeod had a had a fifty eight. Versus Denver. Yeah. And at the same time, I don't think we even needed to get fifty nine yards. We just need to get a first down for the Yeah. That's right. It was the end of the game and there was lots of blocks and, you know, I think Dotson had, that was on Dotson's side or McDonald came around or it was something like that that happened. But, but you're so right. Like, I mean, even McFarland, who we keep talking about, didn't even get a hat last week. You know, his longest rush of the season is 20 yards. Like he hasn't even broken a hundred yards yet. He's played in nine games. So, I mean, this is the thing and this is the game. Like you, you got the defense the Pittsburgh Steelers have. You're going up against maybe Brandon Allen this week, maybe, you know, this is, you need to be running the clock out or certainly using your time effectively to run that clock out. Even if you're not actually running the ball to allow, to allow that win. It, it, it's not that difficult this week. The game plan's not that difficult. It's rocking up and actually doing it. That's the difficult part. Here's the point, Maddie. Here's a good question. Do we need big Ben more under center with, with uh, Derek Watt? And have some creative ideas to move that O line around so we can run the ball. Because we all know when if when Big Ben is in shotgun, um, they pretty much run that halfback draw or they run a weird toss to the right and it doesn't go anywhere. Um, at some point you just have to if they're in the eye formation or they're under center and they're using what and they can spread him out to be a tight end or, or whichever, it doesn't matter. You've got a lot of options to run the ball. You can run up the guts. Like, what do you think? Like, how do they, this is hard. This is a hard because we don't play football, right? We, we just watch it. But how do they solve well, but the running I game? Can I put that in the Slack channel this week? Like, you had a really good point. What I don't understand, right, is that teams are good at rushing the ball, run, 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 or like run, short pass, run, maybe play action if, if you're going to go for it on fourth down, or run, pass, play action, or run, run, play action. Now, we know that Ben doesn't particularly like play action because he likes to see the defense front on. 
But even if your running game is awful, why not even try the play action? Because at the end of the day, most teams know the Steelers can't run the ball, so they're going to set everyone in the box. And then you've got Ebron going over the top. You could have Claypool going over the top. You could move Juju around back to the slot where he's actually, you know, he can do a bit out of the slot as well. And suddenly, like, you can you can actually put them on the back foot. Like, element of surprise. Like, the reality is you only need one or two in a game-changing situation to either get you that long first, de- first down on, like, you know, an 18 and three or something, or it might even get you a touchdown, you know, when you're in the other on the, in your opponent's half. So for me, I'm like, you're exactly, that's exactly it. Mark is like, what can they do? How can they diversify this up? How can you play under a center a bit more, but equally, how can we get even a bit of play action back? And I think the, that um, Dave said it in the Scobro show this week. Even if you're not even going to play that well in terms of running the football, just run it a couple of times anyway. So the other team thinks you might actually run it. This is the game to do it as well. First, first the Bengals is to get your head right and, and start running. But I know throughout the week when I listen to all this um, Steelers content with uh, BTSC um, and even on the Steelers app and stuff like that, it always makes me wonder how, like, what is, like, you know, Randy Finkner, what is he? He's got a whole week to prepare. It's his, it's his job, it's his livelihood, it's his career. He goes in there and he's like, all right, we're going to do exactly the same as we did last week and it's going to work. How come you haven't, he hasn't got this creative mind that, 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 you know, does things like, um, what the Raiders do or the Chiefs do and, and then, you know, I just don't understand it. I've taken a big breath here. I don't want to get fired up. <laughs> quite, okay, quite frankly, Randy is not Randy is not an offensive coordinator. Pure, plain, and simple. Randy Feigner is a quarterback coach that is in that position because he's Ben Roethlisberger's quarterback coach, and we all know that Ben runs the offense. Everything's built around around Ben. It's Ben's O line. It's you know Ben's wide receivers. It's, I'm going to throw the ball a million times. I didn't get my elbow repaired to come back and hand the football off. You know, live and die by that elbow. We live and, we, we lived and died by that elbow last season in reality. Like as soon as Ben went down that season, like even if we got in the playoffs, like it was, it was an out in week one. And I don't mean to be negative Nancy over here, but that, that's, that's the reality of it. I don't, obviously they've hit this point now where the creativeness whether well, they might have lacked creativeness up until now, but they've been effective at what they needed to do to get the wins. And they've had a good defense and they've had players step up. And when the Steelers were scoring a lot of points early on in the season, and actually they covered this really well on a um, good morning football weekend edition, but the Steelers were relying off players catching the ball. And then it was yards after the catch. It was making plays. It was using those guys like, Deontay, when he was catching the football, always beating that first defender. Claypool, you know, deceptive speed and, you know, making those, those tight catches and stretching the field. Juju, you know, making this, you know, those really important third down catches or catches over the middle. There are a couple of long ones to Washington. Ebron was making, you know, he'd have three or four catches a game, at, you know, an average of 12 to 14 yards. But no one, everyone did exactly what was asked of them and we got those wins. Yeah. Now when people are struggling, we're not getting the wins and, you raise a really good point, Mark. This is the, this is the week that Steelers fans, if we're ever going to see it, Randy Land needs to come out and show something. Yeah, Manny, listen, listen to this one. I just had a really quick thought. This is going a bit down the time warp and the old Australian 14 hour difference. But listen to this, all right. So Randy Land Finger 
He runs the boring offense. Everyone knows, every every man's cat and dog knows what's going to happen, right? The defense is going to figure that out. Now, why can't Randy figure out that they're going to figure that offense out and then do something completely different with the, with what defense he knows he's going to get for the running game? Done. Done. All right, Randy, out you get. Mark Davison <laughs> in there. That makes a little bit of sense, doesn't it? If you, you got the headset you... for it. Listeners don't have to see this when we're not live. When we're not live on the few YouTubes we've done, but Mark's got this headset that, like, you know, looks like the Tomlin. He just needs the little. Well, actually, he can't use it. He does have the little microphone, little mouthpiece thing, but he can't use it with the way we have to record. But, um, but I mean, this is the thing. Like, and and I think Jeff might have covered it earlier in the week. Um, but where we we're talking about Matt Canada, I mean, he was. I think, yeah, I think it was on his own, one of the Let's Rides, but he was talking about Matt Canada. And the reality was that Matt Canada has been brought into this Steelers team not to be the offensive coordinator for Ben Roethlisberger. He's brought, he's been brought in to get it right for the next quarterback that the Pittsburgh Steelers have. And so when we can't expect that. And Ben's not enjoyed a lot of those pieces that Canada's brought to the table. But this is where ego starts to come into play. And, and, and you know, well, we could talk about this for hours. And, you know, one of the themes that we like to center around this show is what it would be like if Mark and I were sitting with you, the listeners, in a sports bar. That's that's the energy and the theme that we bring to the table. So one of the things you do war room sometimes in those such situations is like a bit of ego. You know, it might Ben might not like something. And, and I know I'm criticizing a quarterback with like plus 15 years at the Steelers, multiple Super Bowls, multiple playoffs, future Hall of Famer. But what's the point in coming back if you don't want to win one? Like you've literally said everything in that four-part documentary series about winning and coming back for the guys. You said it all through all the press conferences that you've had this season, particularly after wins and coming back for the guys like Pounce and, you know, your Cam Haywoods and those and Vinnies and those sorts of guys. DeCastro, you know, what have you. Hayden. Surely you can suck it up and try something a little bit different if that's going to get you the win. Like, are you really, like, what's going to happen in five years' time? Are you really going to, either two things. One, you're going to sit there once you're retired and you've got your, your gold jacket and you're going to be like, well, you know, we probably could have won that other one if we'd been a bit diversified. Or you're going to have the same ego and go, you know, so and so's forward or like, I didn't throw it well that game, but we're never going to win it, whatever. Either way, you still don't have that Super Bowl. So, like, you can choose not to do it and you're going to have an, you, you can have the same outcome. You can choose to do it and you might have the outcomes that you had earlier in the season. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, and you raise awesome points. But the reality is and why Ben's there, and this is another analogy that I'm on, I'm on fire today. It's so hot down here, I'm losing my mind. But the reality is if they're playing the football game, Ben Roethlisberger has brought his ball and you can't tell him, how to play the game with his ball. Because if you do, he'll take his ball and go home. This offense is Ben's ball. So they have to do what Ben wants to do. And Tomlin won't sit him down and bench him. If he, if he throws three picks, he just won't do it. Um, and this comes back to the running game too. They just, if they don't want to run it, they want to pass it with Ben. And we, we live and die with Ben, I, I guess, to a certain point. But, yeah, it's, it's very crazy. But, but the thing is, the thing that I don't understand is like, Last year we had this, the defense, you know, was just as good as it was this year. In fact, you know, and, and statistically there was some of it that was, you know, a lot better, right? 
the thing that they said last year was that the offense let them down, and particularly like every time they try and run the football, they'd get smashed in the box and drives would stall out, and then the defense was constantly on the field. We're stalling out again. So Ben can compliment the defense all he likes, right? But if the defense is constantly on the field, you are never get, like, it's all, they're going to get tired. They're going to get worn. We've already seen a number of injuries. We actually can't afford that to happen. We do need to use the clock. We do need to keep the defense off the field and fresh. That's going to be so important in the playoffs. So I totally, I, I'm realistic enough to understand exactly what you're saying there, Mark, on it's Ben's ball or go home. But Ben alone is not going to win the, the Pittsburgh Steelers the Super Bowl. He, he, I'm sorry, he's just not. Like, you know, a Lamar or a Patrick Mahomes, like maybe, but they still have to throw the ball to someone. They still have to have someone block for them. They still have to have someone that's going to get the ball back for them when they're off the field. The defense is what we'll get. And that's, we, you know, we talked, and many people, you know, many of the contributors on BTSC, both on the website and on the podcast, have talked about, as would other Steelers, different content sites, whatever they are, would, would have talked about the fact that Ben came back from this defense. So, do the defense a favor and give them a breath. Yeah, and then that, that starts with... Um, like, we're 14 seconds. Like, they're on the field for 14 more seconds right now. Oh, compared to last year? Compared to last year, per drive. Yeah, and it, we're feeling it. We're all feeling it with the last three games. And, yeah, he's got to make better decisions. Um, with the uh, the other uh, the other interception he threw against Washington, that was... It was first Washington, was it? In the yeah. end zone? Yeah, that was a bad idea. But 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 you know the other thing that I I don't feel like I've seen as much, and this might be a Canada coming in scheme. I don't feel like I've seen like a, the no hurry offense enough. You know, like I feel like in some, if we go back to previous seasons, and you know, Lav Bell offered that, Brown offered that, but like after a big first down, sometimes you'd sort of see them do this hurry up offense and try and capitalize on a really tight defense. I feel like they haven't really used that as a tactic this year. Like that might be something you could try against the Bengals this week where like there's that big first down immediately, like hurry up offense. They're, they're trying to catch their breath. You make another big play or that's when you might run the football or like, you know, do one of like, you know, do a sweep or what have you. Like, I, I just wonder as it goes back to creativity, what we we're talking about earlier. It's just, it's yeah. just, what can you do? That's a little bit quirky, a little bit different, um, but strategic at the same time. For this game, if they're predictable, they're going to give the Bengals a shot. And the Bengals, I know uh, any given Sunday um, mentality, but if you're if you're predictable, then this offense is going to struggle again. Um, and the only way I guess you get around that, if you show them your play, but do it ten times as hard. So they they need to have the energy and the enthusiasm to to Connor's got to run up and and hit someone, and uh, someone's going to block someone and put them on the dirt like. It's like, okay, either going to show your play and run that 10 times over your opponent or be a bit sneaky and be more creative and then try and catch them off guard. Because at the moment, they're showing their play and the defense already knows that they have them or they're going to make a stop. And we've, we've shown that in the last two weeks. The Bills, the Bills took care of them, uh, made them one-dimensional. If the Bengals make the Steelers one-dimensional, and we can't pass the ball, we're in, we're in big trouble. And if, you know, if you jump on that Facebook at quarter, two minutes in the first quarter, we're down by nine points. Oh, boy. It's, it, won't be, it won't be a pretty sight. Um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, any given Sunday. But at, at some point, you've just got to, 
you just got to man up and stand in the stand. You're going to run the ball into the into the touchdown zone and celebrate as a team and then do it again next drive and go up 14. Uh, our Steelers, for some reason, like, I don't know why, but we don't seem to lay on the points. We just seem to keep teams hanging around. Um, the Chiefs and then other teams and Ravens, they love it. They, the Ravens, if they could play six quarters, they wouldn't stop. They'd put on 100 points, you know, but we don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Do we? we I, have you have you seen our team? We just don't. We just seem to play to what we need, and then we get ourselves in trouble a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mark, this week, just really quickly, one player on the Steelers that will win this game for the Pittsburgh Steelers and one player on the Bengals that will win this game for the Bengals. All right. First of all, let's start with the Steelers for to win. Um, hey, let's put it on Connor. Let's let's put it. He's he's turned, he's a veteran. He's been there quite a few years now. Let's put it on this running game because we know Big Ben's going to do some stuff. But let's put it on Connor, and yeah, let's see if he can get some first downs. I don't, I don't expect him to get a lot of yards, um, but let's see if he can at least take ownership of the the offense and push it forward. Um, for the Bengals. It's, this is a very similar game to the Jaguars game with uh, Jake Luton. Um, whoever plays, I'm pretty sure it's Brandon Allen or Ryan Finley. Um, out of those two two blokes combined, they're one and eight in career starts. So, yeah, wow. Uh, they one of the whoever turns up as quarterback needs to play a good game against the, the defense. I don't think they need to play a great game because it really depends how the offense plays now. Um, need to play a good game against the defense, score some points, keep it in the game. But but if they can do that, they have a chance to win because because they're, they're at home. They're at home. They're the underdogs. They've been talked about being you know one of the worst teams. Um, does the ownership want the Bengals to win? Possibly not because of the the draft order. Um, but those players go out to play. Um, and Brendan Allen and, and Ryan Finley, either of them would would, would want to beat the Steelers and. Um, yeah, the Steelers have not lost. I uh, looked at the stats since 2013 in Bengal territory. So there's yeah. a lot on the line. And this is the game we just got to show up, Matt. That's it. That's it. For me, it's Minka Fitzpatrick. We need a cut. This, this team needs a couple of turnovers for him. They need, a, they need him to change the momentum, change the vibe of the game, spur on that offense, give them a lead that they can actually start rushing the football to protect and then they can throw it over the top. On the Bengal side, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the like for like. I mean, Jesse Bates, if he rocks up to play like he has, you know, a lot of this season for the Bengals, he's going to make life difficult for Ben. And if Ben's going to throw and, and the way he did last week, well, you know, when he, when he tries to throw that bit further, Jesse Bates will be there doing, you know, making plays. So for me, it's, it's really much these free safeties and what they're doing at the back here because if they can shut anything down of a long-form ball, it's gonna it's gonna put pressure on either of these teams to run the football. If if they do that, Matty, if they if they take advantage of this lackluster at the moment offense, this could turn into quite a game that it's gonna mm. be pretty even. Um and we just don't want we don't want that or need that. So if Jesse Bates or some of the um defensive guys on the Bengals can can put pressure on Ben and take an interception or turn the ball over, and if they're doing those um swing routes, those those offensive plays that the defense already knows what's going to happen. The whole world knows what's going to happen, or at least can try and predict it. Then we got ourselves in quite a bit of a bit of a game where, you know, 
I think in our Australian terms, the Steelers are a dollar fifteen and the Bengals are six dollars. Um, if they can even that scoreboard a little bit and take the ball away and put pressure on Ben because they're not playing playing well, they can't run the ball. This is a game that, yeah, it's not going to be like the two and ten Bengals. Um, so, so this is this is it's such a crazy game to to understand what stakes are actually there. Um, and even yeah. if say say if the Giants beat the Browns and we already win the AFC North, that would change the identity of this game as well. Exactly. Exactly. Now, to, to wrap up the show, we've got our usual segment. It's slinging the slang. Mark, what's that Aussie slang word that you would like to teach the listeners this week as we go up against this game that we just can't afford to bungle? All right. Well, I actually might bungle this one, man. I might need help along the way if I get a bit stuck. Um, but as you're watching this game overseas, uh, still a nation, and, you know, Christmas time's coming up. Everyone's having a bit of a drink. I want you, if you see one of your mates holding a beer and it's about um, half empty or half full, depending how you look at it, I want you to ask them, um, I didn't know you had a degree. And they will respond with, what do you mean? I I haven't been in university. And then, then you'd say to them, man, I'm pretty sure you went to university for nursing. Did I blunder that? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a long time. Yeah, it's so hard to do over online and Zoom. I'm sorry, uh, Steel Nation, but yeah, uh, we, we use that one around the pubs and stuff. If you see one of your mates and he's, you know, been stuck on the beer for two and a half hours and you just ask him if he went to university, did he study nursing? Well, mine's a little bit different this week, but I went phrase as well. I didn't go, uh, I didn't go over the word. Mine's av, like, literally av have a go right oh. have a go which basically means to try something you know you know have a go it won't hurt you have a go at it that's what the Steelers have to do this week whether it's rushing the football whether it's you know playing creatively whether it's moving those those wide receivers around into areas where they can catch football whether it's having it throwing that deep ball up despite what i just said about Jesse Bates being a game changer them for the for the Bengals but just go out and have a go you know like we talked about hard yakker and we've talked about the word ticker before or, or having heart I just think the Steelers this week just have a go have a go AV have a go yeah they, they're gonna play like their record 11 and 2 that's it that's what you're you're pretty much you know trying to say have a dig let's just we can't we can't have a lose crack at it mate have a crack we, at it we can't lose still a nation if we lose this one um, this is this is not my prediction, but if we lose this one, I'll wear my Antonio Brown jersey for the rest of the year. I know you guys can't see it, but I used to love that player. Everyone did, um, but I can't wear him anymore. I just don't think we lose this one, and we just can't lose this game. We have to wrap up the division. So, Mark, what's your bold prediction then for this week? My bold prediction, again, is going to be very clean and simple. It has to be um, a game with the running game. And I really just want to see this game turn in. I know Ben wants to throw the football, but let's put it out there. I'm going to say 150 yards in total for running. I don't care who gets it. If it's Samuels, uh, Benny Snell, Connor, whoever, McFarlane, if he's back, do not care. Ray Ray, this, they need to give the teams an idea of what's going to happen in the playoffs. And they, they, they can say, well, we can run the football. 
So 150 yards is my minimum. Nice. What about yours? Steelers to earn to a safety. <laughs> nah, Steelers will get a safety this week. Safety, yeah? Yeah. Do you reckon they'll do it like, um, who was that bloke who did the um, the safety? Uh, one of the Lions players, he ran out in the back of the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they could do that with... Um, That's what I mean. I think it'll be getting Allen. I don't think it'll be on special teams. I reckon they're going to get Allen in the... Yeah. So Allen or one of the running backs. They'll, they'll get him in their own end zone. So they'll put it like, Barry's going to, you know, punt the ball, 80, 84 yards, coffin corner punt. Um, maybe we'll bring out Barry next week. We haven't brought up Barry in a long time. We haven't brought up Barry. He's having a great <laughs> season, man. Like, I mean, honestly, like his, his performance this season, like. He's been, he's been punting a lot, hasn't he? The last few weeks. Yeah. So, so Dustin, let's bring him up now to wrap up the show with a bit of Aussie flavor. Dustin Colquitt had 20 before he was cut, had 20 punts for 861 yards, had a long of 59 and he average yards per punt of 3.1 set, uh, 43.1. Jordan Berry has 42 punts so far on the season, so almost double, and he's kicked them for 1,878 yards. So he's sort of kicked double, but he's kicked an extra sort of 150 yards if you would double Dustin Colquitt's. Has a long of 62, so has a long of three more yards and averages 1.6 more yards per punt, which is actually quite a bit if you think about like that, that two yards as well. You know, it means he's consistently kicking the football you know, and pinning it back. And equally, you know, the Steelers defense that set sort of short fields as well, you know, um, sorry, the Steelers offense when they have been able to set those short fields um, through and through defense, the phase before that or the, the possession before that, I think that's made a difference as well. Like when we're kicking it, you know, we're usually kicking it, you know, 30, 40 yards minimum in our, in our own, in our own half or further on even into the opposition's half. So that's obviously going to affect your punting, your punting numbers, but I think he's having a good year, as we said a couple of weeks back. And let's just hope it continues. Let's just hope we hopefully haven't put the Mickey on him, and he doesn't shank one this week. No, nah, he's doing quite a few um, inside the twenties, and he's he's punting quite well. Um, yeah, just in the last few games, we've offense hasn't moved the ball, so maybe his average comes down a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how we're going to end this show. It's, it's been. Uh, it's been quite of a, an interesting show, I, I must say the least. And I'm still down in Australia now, guys. We, I have a, a bloody thunderstorm coming through, and it's it's been hot all day, and now it's raining. I'm I'm fuming. Yeah, it's um it's definitely pretty sticky. But Mark, that does wrap up this week's show for all the listeners out there. That's another one in the books as well as we continue our rookie season. Any final comments for the fans out there as they get ready for a game we just can't afford to bungle? Pretty much, I said this week we just have to win this game, no matter no matter what. If the Browns lose and we win the division by default, for our own uh, mentality and team morale, we have to just play good football. Uh, I know my prediction was 150 yards, but overall, you can't turn the ball over. You've got to have a go, like you said. Just I don't know. We just got to turn up and play hard. Like that's what Dave says, but. That's the feeling I think we get. Like, do you feel the same way to, to end? That's it. That's it. They've got to turn up to play, <laughs> have a go, play hard. Can't wait. Go Steelers.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.